0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Welcome back to Why I'll Never Make It. Thank you for joining me and Bart Chateau again. This is a bonus episode to our previous conversation addressing topics and subjects that we didn't cover then. Here we talk about our shared interest in investigative journalism, how each of us have done the other's bucket list roles. And Bart gives some great advice on how we can not only be better artists, but better humans as well. I'm your host, Patrick Oliver-Jones, and this is The Final Five. So here we are at the final five questions. Number one, if you, Bart Chateau, could have any other job outside the arts, what would it be?
1: You know what? I would be... I said this before. I would be investigative journalist. Oh. Now, you and I have something very much in common, Patrick. We both study broadcasting, right? Yeah. And I'm kind of a frustrated newscaster anyway. <laughs> um, and I, I, I lasted about a semester uh, studying broadcasting at Western Illinois University until I realized I really wanted to be an actor. But there's something about being a, an investigative journalist of going to foreign lands or really doing deep dives into cultures or to an incident or, and experiencing that, like doing that very um, archaeological work that we do as actors, but doing that with boots on the ground. With, with your life at stake, you know, I mean, that is something that I find absolutely fascinating. So uh, my wife's a psychologist too. So I'm very interested in the psychology of that. So yes, that would be one of my other things that I would love to do that would create, you know, a, a, it's, uh, it, it, it sets off whatever the, the cortisol levels or the, or the, the, the dopamine levels that fight and yeah, flight. Yeah, the, uh, the adrenaline, all that. But, yeah. Like what acting does, being an investigative mm-hmm. journalist.
0: So, number two, getting back to acting, what is a bucket list role or show that you still want to do?
1: Every role that you've done.
0: (laughs) And see, I want to do the stuff you've done. (laughs) So, basically, somehow we need to have casting directors just swap each other.
1: Yes. So, when they call you in, I'm going to actually go in.
0: Right. And so, you can do Bridges. I'll do Lend Me a Tenor.
1: Yes. I always wanted to do Bruce and Fun, fun, fun Home. I always wanted to do that right. role. Um, uh, I, just, I just did, a, a buddy of mine from Chicago is doing Zooming with the movies, and we did a reading of Dead Poet Society, and I know there's a play out there that, that I would love to do John Keating in Dead Poet Society, the play version, because mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful piece. That's become now my new bucket list role. Don Quixote in Manila Mancha. I would love to do. I would love to do uh, Charlie and Shenandoah, which isn't done that often. And yeah. they're doing a revival of the Civil War with Tony Yazbeck directing. If you're listening to this, Tony, I would love to do the Southern Captain. It was my first Broadway show, and I and I played one of the. Uh, one of the Union soldiers and uh, playing the Southern captain. It's just a beautiful, beautiful role. So um, I know they're going to be doing remounting that at Lincoln Center or something like that. Um, so that's another role I'd like to do.
0: That's, that's a question I need to start asking actors, like going back early in your career and you were in the ensemble, maybe what's now a show that you want to revisit and be one of the principals. Yeah. yeah. Because
1: for, I'm trying to think, like in Adam's family, would you go would you go back and do what what Doug's, Doug Sills did? Yeah. Oh I
0: oh I'd love to be I would love to be Gomez. You'd be cool. You'd to be, great be Gomez. Man. And and I've and I've been in I've been in Andras, which is kind of one of the like supporting ensemble roles in Les Mis, but I, I want to be Javert. Like, oh my god, you would hands be down, hands down. Incredible. Hands down. I'd love that. I would love see, to you, do you a Javert. Yeah. Yeah. See Valjean, Javert, we're we're here. They uh, we've already cast
1: it. I would love to do uh, Valjean again. So yeah, uh, you would be your I'm surprised you haven't played that considering there's so many versions of that show. I've only
0: auditioned for it once.
1: So, wow.
0: So, so a lot of it, whereas Mamma Mia, I've auditioned 10 times, never gotten it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I could do Mamma Mia, but that's not my passion. You know, my passion would be to do a Next to Normal, would be to do Javert, you know, those kind of things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, one thing I do want to tell you, and I heard this in your recap from last year, is that Patrick, I think of all the people that should be on Broadway, it. it uh, I think you you There's no reason why you should not have a leading role on Broadway And I'm not saying the casting directors are out of their minds I'm saying that you know what maybe you wanted it too much. Maybe the moment when you let it go yeah. The moment when you really let it go Sometimes it takes I'm leaving I'm going to I'm moving to LA or I'm moving back to Arkansas or wherever I'm quitting the business. Sometimes that happens when people do that and they just make ultimatums and they completely just untie the knot. I'm, you know what? I'm surrendering. I'm going to surrender. And I think with you, something has kept you from that particular goal, whether, I don't know what it was, but I think once you surrender to like, hey, it's never going to happen, is not when it's going to happen. Because you have all the talent. You have the looks. You have everything. You have everything you need. You have the discipline. And so I just wanted i wanted to give that to you and say we always need to look within ourselves and go, what's really stopping me? And stop blaming the casting people or stop blaming, well, it's because, you know, the gay mafia or whatever, you know, whatever people say. Crazy, crazy conspiracy yeah, the conspiracies theories conspiracies, that people say yeah. of why they're not getting work. Have you taken a look at yourself? Take a look at yourself of what's keeping you from that. And really, you know, and, and that's, that's, that's a process. Whether you have to get therapy or something like that or talk to a, a mentor or something like that. So once you surrender, Patrick, you, you know, you're going to be on the boards quicker than any of the rest of us. I just want to give you that, that vote of confidence.
0: Well, I, I appreciate that. And I've, I, I take that prophecy at, at face value and hope that it comes true. So I, I appreciate well, that. Let it go. So, so with that in mind, uh, number three, who is it that you look up to? Someone that inspires you?
1: You know, this is going to be really strange, but I actually look up to the best version of myself hmm. that inspires me the most. Of being the best version of myself, of being the best leader, the best husband, the best father, the best, le- best actor, the best, you know, the best human being. Treating other people with kindness, um, and love, and compassion, and is that
0: because you've seen yourself at your worst and you know yes. that there's better within you? Oh,
1: oh God, you have no idea. The My brother calls it the valley. I've been in the Valley so many times and people, you know, you know, depression or whatever, alcoholism or whatever, you know, I've been, I've seen the worst of me and, um, and I've seen the best of me. And I, and I know what's even better than what that is. So it's about continuing to do the work. And I'm working with this great group called Boston breakthrough Academy. And they literally, it's a transformational, um, it's a transformational workshop, and, and it's over a period of six months. They also teach you how to be a really powerful leader, a leader to for your communities and for your families, and uh, and for and for your workplace as well. And so, because you can only transform from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And so Boston Breakthrough Academy has really helped me uh, to set those tools, gives me, gives me the tools to create the best version of myself and to set those goals for myself. So that's, I see the best version of myself. I see it on paper and the goals that I've created. And, um, and that's what I aspire to.
0: So with that in mind, number four, what is one of those specific lessons that, that took you a while to learn or one that you're still working on?
1: And this one is I learned through my wife and learned through Boston Breakthrough Academy is I think it's the most important. And I think it's led to my somewhat downfall as well as lack of self-esteem is three words. Be your word. That's the, that's the best advice I've ever gotten. Is, is, as Miguel Ruiz would say in the four agreements, be impeccable with your word. It's the same thing. I've not been impeccable with my word. When I say I'm going to be there at 7 o'clock, I'm there at 7 o'clock. When I say I'm going to show up, I show up. Um, and I have not been my word. And that's just something I'm working on every day. And my wife, that's her value system. But she's been harping on that ever since I've known her. And for the first time, I'm realizing if you are not your word, the dissolution of your self esteem starts to break down because then you stop trusting yourself. If you stop trusting yourself, then others can't trust you. And it's this whole breakdown. Of, of your personality of, of, of a system. So be your word is the most important thing that I am trying to live to every day. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Yeah. And, uh, and so otherwise I know what the repercussions are and it's not pretty. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, number five, I normally ask for the best advice that you've received, but I'm going to flip it around since you give these, these classes and you've coached other people, what is generally the best advice that you try to give others?
1: I would say be yourself and bring yourself and bring your experiences and bring your point of view to the work and also to these young people you know what? Don't have tunnel vision when it comes to this business. Please go out and experience the world. If you got, and and you know what? This business will always be here, Patrick. People leave, they come back, they move, they have deaths in their families. They come, the the business will always be here. Go out and figure out who you are and the world reflects back who you are anyway. Mm. So go figure out who you are, you know, learn everything you can about a, a culture, read, read a book a week. You know, uh, w- learn more about what it's like for, you know, people to live in this black experience, uh, for, for people to live uh, with people of a different color, whether it's through, uh, uh, or a religion or a culture. I mean, understand what that's like and go out and, and be more compassionate and learn, learn something and get out of the acting schools and just go and learn and, and, uh, and fill yourself with knowledge about the world around you and have a point of view. There's one quote I just wanna to impart to everybody. It's my favorite quote from Albert Einstein. He says this, "A quote, imagination is more important than knowledge. For knowledge is limited, whereas imagination embraces the entire world, stimulating the process, giving birth to evolution. Albert Einstein. Here's another quote that I want to give you that piggybacks on that. Booker T. Washington said this. That's why I'm saying, go out, live your life, make mistakes. You can always use this in the work. Success is to be measured not by the positions that we have reached in life, but by the obstacles which we have overcome. Mm-hmm. And I'm a perfect living example of, of Surmounting those, you know, it's 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 not about. And we talk about, you know, you've had the success and whatever five Broadway credits. I'm very proud of the success, and I'm very proud of the things that I've done. But it doesn't even compare to the things that I've come up and faced and had to overcome, whether it's a death in a family or a divorce, or an estrangement or dependency. And that's really what builds the biggest character. It builds character.
0: Because finding out in life that you're right is kind of easy and you don't learn anything from that. But finding out when you're wrong and you're going down uh, an unhealthy or or a path that you don't need to be on, that's when yeah. you actually learn something.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I we, we don't have enough of that. We and we don't have enough discourse and the art of discourse and conversation. And I really do hope with all these events happening that we get back to a discourse of really having conversations about big issues yeah. that are uncomfortable to talk about. Racial discrimination is a big issue. I, I could hope we can have conversations and not let our political beliefs and political differences get in the way of these big conversations. You know, we, we need to be leaders of people. We need to be leaders of humanity and we need to listen to each other and have dialogue. And I think that's really stopped. We stopped listening to one another. So, that's without getting too political.
0: No, 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 no. I mean, I think that's just a universal truth, regardless of yeah. politics or, or any other philosophy. I think that's that's important for all of us to remember.
1: I hope we can. I hope we can evolve with that. I hope we're coming up to a, a, a state of consciousness where we are evolving to that next level, where we can understand each other on a on, on a level that's that goes beyond our differences and. Um, Maybe, and these events are, are possibly going to bring that to surface if we are not more pa- compassionate and kind to each other and listening to each other of what we really need from each other, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and these are conversations we've never had because we're all about self-preservation you know, what can I do for myself? How, how can I survive? Oh, I got COVID, how, I think I, I don't wanna get COVID, i need to survive. And when people do that, they go right into their own little tunnel vision and they're not of use to anyone or each other. So, you know, and so that's, we need to get out of that tunnel vision and to look more to how can we serve. And uh, that's what I'm trying to do during this whole period to be really super creative and working on these online events for some charities that I believe in is what can I do, what is the the need, what is the demand, and how can I serve? And if we wake up every day with that objective and declaring that, we'll find creative ways to do that.
0: And that certainly applies as we strive to be better humans, better citizens of this country, and better artists. Our ability to listen, our ability to go beyond ourselves and be creative is the very bedrock of what it means to be in theater, to be in the arts. And Bard is certainly using his creativity during this time. Coming up in a couple of months, Bard is the lead producer of the 2020 New Works Virtual Festival, and it's a benefit to the Actors Fund. They're presenting 20 works in seven days, everything from full-length plays, short plays, to TV pilots and screenplays. And they have a great lineup of wonderful performers taking part in this festival. You can follow them on Facebook and YouTube at New Works Virtual Festival. And a link to their social media accounts is in the show notes. Well thank you once again for joining me and Bart. Uh, This has been, I mean he's certainly gone out of his way to teach me a thing or two. And I'm sure that he has inspired and enlightened you in much the same way. I'm your host, Patrick Oliver-Jones. Let's get together next time as we talk more about Why I'll Never Make It. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work